What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Yala. So this is a kind of like a surprise episode for us because today is the 10th of July, otherwise known as Polling Day. Right? Yeah. So by right, we you should be going to or already have gone to the polls and made your voice heard. Yeah. Right. And I mean, honestly, between Terence and I, we were thinking, okay, maybe we we never like to force a podcast when there really isn't anything to talk about. But yeah. but I guess recent developments and some recent comments made us think, okay, maybe even if we do a short podcast just addressing this issue, right? Maybe it'll be a some way for us to kind of wrap our heads around this this is ish, this oh, what the fuck am I saying this <laughs> issue. <laughs> But yeah, uh, <laughs> like beatboxing like that. Yeah. Yeah. I was also just telling Harish <laughs> before this la, that uh, I mean, now that the election period is ending, we will probably be going back to our regular programming after this. Yeah. So the topic we're going to talk about is essentially the kind of topics that we will be talking about after <laughs> election. Right. So this is your life really? going forward. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Really, this is going to be what we're talking about? Yeah, yeah, correct. Because like after a week of like, you know, sharing quite thoughtful topics that really impacted the future of our nation. Today, we are going to be talking about an issue that was inspired by <coughs> influencers. <laughs> they, are the, they are the true Fuck, essential, the true I essential mean, jobs. That, that yeah, full, I mean, full disclosure, I guess we would fall under the bucket of influencers, like, even though that term is mm. so nebulous and abstract, it just seems to imply that you have a large following and you yeah. occasionally post something, you're an influencer. Like. So yeah. I've always taken uh, um, uh, like seen that term as a weird term, but I cannot deny that that is in some way a way that people have categorized us. La. But I guess the influencers who ha- who kind of um, the, the name applies to more are the people who have huge followings on certain platforms. Because if you're a huge podcaster, it feels like in Singapore right now, you're not really considered uh, an, an influencer yet. Maybe yep. because podcast is still kind of like a growing trend, but if you if you have a fuck ton of followers on Instagram and Twitter, especially, I think that makes you an influencer, la. Yeah. So the two that were the two uh, personalities we're talking about today, Siasha has over six hundred thousand followers on Instagram, which I think is yeah. probably her biggest, most prominent platform, la, Right? She, yeah, yeah, correct. She's correct. the OG of blogging. Uh. She started blogging in two thousand three, and now she's two thousand three. Yeah, yeah. She's all out <laughs> social media influencer, la, right? That was still the time of the when you want to use the internet, you have to listen to the modem for like 10 seconds, right? There was no Facebook, yeah. There was no oh Facebook. Oh my yet. god. Yeah. And then, yeah, uh, her beef with Narel King, la. fuck man, I can't believe they're talking about this. Yeah. Fuck! <laughs> Who is Narel King? <laughs> just, just to let those Narelle King who... is one quarter of the Sam Willows uh, and sister of Benjamin King. Mm. Uh, so she has has kind of uh, pursued a solo career over the past year. I think releasing some singles on her own. A very mm. prominent influencer, about twelve plus k followers on Twitter, but on Instagram she's got I don't know like 200, 200,000 mm. followers. Big lah, big, 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 yeah. big, big, and, big, And uh, quite yeah lah. They've performed that. Uh, Sam Willows have performed that like National Day Parade and all, everything before. Yeah. So in terms of Singapore, like pop music, I think they are maybe the most recognized. Uh. Name like in terms of a band, like, right? Yeah, I guess so. So, so I guess that's the caveat. Right? We're going to be talking about this, okay? Yeah, um, yeah. We would still appreciate you listening, but but if you want to do something else that might require a bit more brain space, like, I don't know, uh, check voting. your email. Well, yeah, <laughs> voting. You can let this play in the background because I wouldn't, I wouldn't ever want to encourage anyone to just stop listening like, because that yeah. might affect our ranking on Spotify. So let it play. But if you're not really into the whole influencer stuff, you know, you can let your mind wander a bit like. No, but I, I actually I, I did think this was uh interesting also like really? because 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 specifically because you know you and I we are we are you know 
mid thirties, you know, closing in on forty <laughs> and everything. Close, that's why we are closer to forty than we closing are. Closing in on forty. Yeah. You are mid thirties. You are mid thirties. Yeah. I'm closing on forty. We started this whole influencer game like much later than everyone else, are, right? To be fair. Yeah. Yeah. I think like I was easily twenty nine and thirty when we started like going to events and seeing influencers and being like treated and shepherded around My like uncles. influencers. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. And I just remember Sugar Shay, the first time we met him, then he's like, dude, how old are you? Then I told him I'm like thirty one. Then he's like, Dude, you're old man. Yeah. This was in twi- in twenty fourteen, I remember the yeah, first event that I met Ben King, Sandra Riley, uh, Sugar yeah. Shay, and yeah. Yeah, so, all of them so were what, like already Snapchatting yeah, and all that. Yeah, what I was tr- I'm trying to say is that all along we've always like sort of we've been in the circle, but we've also stood there very uh outside just looking in and just wondering like what is this going? What is this influencer thing? Uh? like you know when when we when we go to events and we just sort of we always feel like eh a bit too old to be hanging out with these people. And then when we try to you know hang out with the more corporate people, eh so like we also they also see us as a like influencer like that. So we've always been this in between space la. Like that's that's how I've always felt. When mm. I when I go to these kind of events, are. so sometimes when we uh, when I see like there's a spat happening between influencers and all that, yeah, I think it's yeah, we we what we can do is offer a pretty interesting perspective coming from both inside that circle and also uh, you know outside like, as a as a just an uncle looking at the news <laughs> like, <right>? so so that's <laughs> where we're at, and I I, I want to ask. Uh, that's why I also uh, you you want to give a bit pretty quick rundown of what yeah. this beef is about first. Yeah. Okay. So um, I think Shashre came into the news like uh, a few days ago because she kind of um, actually no someone someone filed a police report against her right. Uh, in the wave of police reports being filed against even Sugar Daddy Hang, um, filed a police report against her in for some tweets that she did in 2010 and 2011, which were by all accounts even I think so were racist lah right. Um. And she did a long blog post, I think two days ago. Then yesterday, uh, Narelle King just tweet, uh, posted a tweet uh, with the caption, just leaving this year. And it was screenshots of um, images that Xiaoshui had posted previously, uh, kind of talking about her support for Trump. La, mm, right? Correct. And then, yeah, I mean, it got like, as of yesterday, it got 2,100 retweets and comments and 1,700 likes. And <laughs> the thing that I guess put it out into the news was Xiaoshui very very eloquently uh, uh, responded with, um, Lo, wow, you didn't know such, you were such a fake bitch the entire time we were filming together. <laughs> so, and then when, when Terrence first sent me this article, I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Are you kidding me? So then what happened after that was, um, the, yeah, I mean, the, 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 woke, the Twitter got more woke than ever and like people were kind of shitting on Sashwe a lot. And then um, I think Narelle King, I, last night, I think she posted screenshots of a conversation she did uh, with WhatsApp, uh, with Sashwe over WhatsApp. Uh, and it was just screenshots like, and kind of explaining her case and then finally signing off uh, with the whole thing with her own, with her written thoughts of how she she's a mediator by nature and she just wanted to have a conversation which is what Sashwe was asking for. Like. Mm. So then, mm. uh, I think what happened this, <laughs> this morning was Sashwe responded saying, okay, those were just screenshots. Um, and apparently Narelle King retweeted this call to uh, for a petition to punish Yashwe, mm. um, even though that uh, you can argue if she's going to get into trouble for sedition and all, it can go. Yashwe uh, can end up in jail. Uh. And then Yashwe yep. went on her own rage, and then she released a screenshots of the entire conversation, which is fucking long, fucking yeah. long. Yeah. So so that's what happened. That's what happened. Mm. So, so why do you want to talk about this, Terrence? <laughs> no, I think uh, just, just to add on also is that the 
the basically you can go and look it up. Literally, it's a Google Drive doc where they yeah. posted entire PDF of their conversation which took place on WhatsApp over two hours. So it's yeah. a WhatsApp conversation. Let's let's be very clear. It's not a face to face. Yeah, it's a, a WhatsApp what. conversation. WhatsApp conversation. So you can see both of them, you know, shooting points at each other all the way and until the end. You know, they started. It seems like they patched up, Right, hearts and everything. Uh, hearts and you know like okay you know sorry if this offended you blah blah and I just want to like all that kind of thing so it seems like it's that kind of okay uh, very let's hug it out that kind of thing yeah. but then that's why I think um, after that Narelle King coming out and still retweeting stuff and still sort of uh, maybe encouraging people to sign the petition because I think she literally uh, someone was saying oh you know how can we not deplatform then she literally wrote that, uh, tweeted do it you know in reply to that la. so uh, I mean, you can understand then Xiaxue was felt very betrayed. La. She felt like, eh, I thought we were having this conversation in confidence. We th- I thought we reached an agreement. I thought we said, okay, we'll post the screenshots of this conversation to show that we've sort of reached some sort of, you know, uh, uh, I wouldn't say agreement, la, but they at least have reached a common point where they said, okay, I think we've, we've had a discussion already. La. Let's end it there, la, right? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. And, uh, yeah. And I think another thing that inspired us was cause some Reddit comments... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Which yeah. I mean okay, admittedly yesterday was the first podcast that we did uh in recent times that wasn't about the politics, la, right? Mm-hmm. Which I mean, yeah, we we also didn't want to just force a conversation about politics, especially because legally also there were issues and it's it was grey la. So I guess there were a few comments that kind of mentioned that uh okay, it, it wasn't like our normal uh episodes where we very sometimes intentionally or or just organically take very different sides. Um, mm. And because it was about cancel culture, which uh, both Terence and I are against in varying degrees, I, I assume. I mean, some people said that we were meek in talking about it because we are influencers who are liable to being cancelled. Eh, hey, siya we, we sound meek, siya. Really? We sound meek? No, I mean, I, I, I think, uh, yeah, we take comments also. We, we, we do read the comments. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and and we will we will definitely... Like address them as we as we talk through this thing. Yeah, I, I guess I guess maybe. Oh, sorry, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, but first I wanted to actually go back to the you know the main meat of the of this thing that's been going on between the two of them uh. Uh, So because the context is that uh, seems like they know each other, right? They've worked together on a show and everything together before. So mm. even more for you than for me Because I've only mostly been behind camera and not so much in front of it. But you've yeah. been an actor on on TV shoots and sets and things like that. Yeah. Do you, do you, are you like, do you become friends with everyone that you act with? Like, do you all, all buddy-buddy when you all take selfies together in the, doing makeup and all that? Um, I mean, I would say there's definitely some familiarity, but whether it's familiar enough to the point where I would uh, reach out to them if I completely disagree with them, um, hard to say. Uh, because, mm. Yeah, it's almost like, you know, when you go for, for a work, if you work in an office job and uh, maybe like you come together for a conference and you meet people from a different company and you're just together for a few days uh, and then after that you peace out. La. So I wouldn't qual- qualify that as friends. La. I would say you're an acquaintance. Eh. Mm, okay. So so yeah. it is, so it's not that, uh, yeah, la, you don't, basically you don't become like automatically become close friends just because yeah. you're on a production together, la, right? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Then also um, understanding how, I mean, you you all are playing different roles, but you're all actors at the same time. Like, is there a, a sense of kinship when 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 you all talk to each other? Like like, you know, let's say the the 
the media is coming to talk to you, to you all the actors and stuff like that. The, the, is there Kinship, this sense to, okay. to try and protect or, or promote each other when you're all working together and stuff? I mean, I will, I will openly say that I've acted with people and I've become acquaintances with people that I don't really like. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Correct, correct. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, you might do some media press releases or you might do some stuff um, together and just by nature of the job you are together in a confined space doesn't mean that you're friends. Mm. In fact, the more I learn about some people that I work with, the more I don't like them. Oh, can you name who? <laughs> uh, Mr. Terence Chia <laughs> oh. who I've I've seen a lot of since fucking 2010 yeah, no 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 I mean, but, but to be to be serious I also ask him because uh, I mean Xiaoxue and Narelle have, have worked together on a show before but I think yeah. from your experience it, it could mean that they're just on the same set la, but it doesn't necessarily mean that they must be very good friends la, right yeah. yeah so so after that if they don't talk for three years that's completely is a completely normal thing la, right that, that, yeah yeah so okay, then then follow just follow your order as well. Like then how about um uh, tweeting or, or or you know like tagging someone when, when you feel that someone has said something silly as well. If you see another someone that you've worked with, an influencer or actor or what, how how about that? Uh, like calling them out, you know? What what's the what's the general uh, your general approach to I that? I mean, I think I have done it once or twice in the past, but um I would normally just say it with some context. La. Um mm. But as far as possible, I would like to think that I would reach out to that person first and try and have a conversation, even if it's not on a podcast. Because, you know, sometimes mm. you know, like, hey, reach out, but can we do it on a podcast? Uh, mm. So that one also some might rub people the wrong way. La. So I, I think, yeah, I would like to... It's either I confront them uh, and try and have a discussion or I won't post publicly about it and call them out without context. La. And I, I think I've maybe done it once or twice over a small issue. La. Mm. So in this case, like yeah, like, if you were Narelle King's shoes, would you post that Trump picture if it's very much against what you believe in? Um, I wouldn't just post that. Okay, so to me, right, if you want to post something and kind of debunk Xiaoxue's arguments mm-hmm. with some context, I think that's totally fine. But yeah. if you just post something like that, then you are, I don't know, I, I, I don't see the point of her post. You mean um, the Trump, the Trump, the Trump one. Yeah, I don't okay. see the the point because yeah, to to people who are listening who might not have seen it, it's just a picture of Xiaoxue with a MAGA hat, uh, the Make America Great Again hat, and Xiaoxue has been vocal publicly also about her support for Trump mm. So I feel like if you just post something, just saying, just leave it, just leaving this here, while there's a public petition to to kind of punish uh, Xiaoxue in air quotes, which was trending in Singapore. That's why I feel like it's not doing anything for the conversation at all. Mm. And I think yeah. I think that's a good, very fair point as well. Because I think uh, earlier on in Trump's uh, reign as president, I also like I was on I happened to be in the US or something, and then I I think I bought a Make America Great Again hat at the airport lah, just as a souvenir. Yeah, because uh, they were selling they literally were selling Donald Trump toilet paper at the airport as well. Uh, so I just bought it as a joke lah. But over time, I think it's over the years like. Wearing a MAGA hat has be- has become a symbol of like oh, yeah. white supremacy, and so I I actually retired the hat because I was like, okay, I don't think I can wear this in public anymore without without you know uh people like thinking that I'm a Trump supporter la. <laughs> You retired it, uh, yeah, like, I retired hey, fuck, it. You think you Michael Jordan can retire <laughs> jersey or like, You retire a hat, you just stop wearing it, dude. <laughs> exactly, uh, no, don't hey, bastardize you know, the term. Street, like you got official ceremony, you hanging up in your room or something, is it? Yeah, you retire, retire. you retire your shoes or that. So. You never, you never watch all the cleaning up show. You must thank your items before. Oh, yeah, you throw yeah, them correct, correct. Uh, must must you know. thank, yeah, correct, correct. Uh, correct so, yeah. so yeah, like, I, I do agree. Even in some sense, like uh, yeah, like, although we know that Xia Xue 
sometimes does controversial things. But yeah, like, I, I agree that when you post something like that without context, it could lead to misun- a lot of misunderstandings as well. Like. Yeah. Right. Yeah, There's because you you can argue that. When, okay, so see, what one thing Sashra did, which I did not like, was equate the fact that Raisha Khan, the WP candidate, uh, proclaiming that she has read every book by Angela Davis, who, yeah, by all accounts, is a pro-communist. Uh, makes her a communist. La. So in some yeah. way, Narelle King putting a picture of uh, just Shashwari supporting Trump, are you kind of saying that, okay, because she supports Trump, she's an asshole yeah. or something like that? And because yeah. she supports Trump, she believes everything he does, which that I, was, is, is and, nonsense. La. And that was quite a number of years ago so, la, right? When, yeah. when she posted it. Yo, but we just spoke about it. It doesn't matter when you posted something, <laughs> dude. As yeah. long as you posted it, the fucking thing sticks with you for life. Yeah. Okay? But, I mean, but Sashwari, I'm sure she wouldn't be apologetic about, about that that photo either la. Mm. right she, she would just say yeah I posted it so what but uh yeah la. so there is that um, it's quite interesting like this whole influencer world like the relations with each other and all that but I actually thought that it was pretty cool that they decided to take this the start of this beef onto Twitter uh, not on, sorry onto WhatsApp and to just start messaging each other la, right yeah yeah so uh, that kudos to them kudos yeah that one I, I, I was actually quite like wow not bad la. at least they can uh, you know, sort of take it offline a little bit, lah. Yeah. Uh, and 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 I think, what what do you feel when you read the the conversation, or at least whatever parts of the conversation okay, you read? So, so I mean, like last night already, I thought, oh fuck, this just made the news. The fact that uh, so when I saw at night, I think that they had a conversation for two plus hours, and Narelle posted some screenshots, which seems like it was a civil conversation. I actually mm. thought, yeah, actually, fuck, that it wasn't as brainless as I thought, and they actually reached out to each other, and and cool, they had a conversation, and all is well, and all is good. Yeah. There is hope in the world. Yeah. And then uh, yeah lah. So when I woke up this morning and I saw. The full extent of the conversation, I was like, ah, yo. Again, I don't think it did fucking anything. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that, that was my thing that, that uh, I thought it was cool that they started the WhatsApp. But as I started to scroll through, then I realized actually, um, maybe this really should have been more than a WhatsApp. They should have maybe just pick up the phone and have a call or meet up over coffee But or then something. cannot screenshot and share on social media. I know. What? That's the thing. So, yeah, it becomes this like, it's almost like they are, they just kept shouting, not to say shouting, but they just kept like shooting each other like their, their chunks of what they believe. This is what I believe. This is what I believe. This is what I believe. No. Then after a while, it's like, I don't even... I don't even know if the other side is reading what the other side is, is writing. No, but okay, la. okay. So that being said, I think we have to acknowledge the fact that people who are younger, they do communicate. Like calling on the phone, right? Is fucking alien. Mm, correct, correct. And I think yeah. that is something that we really have to acknowledge because we have to take off our uncle lens. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, yeah. not say we, we take put, off our uncle lens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. our yeah. eyeballs are uncle. We have to yeah. put on put our on youthful young lens. Person. Yeah, put on the young person lens. That's that, why. That's why I said the context at the start is so important to set that we we also un- we also sort of understand why some of them do this this way as well, right? Yeah. In fact, remember last time I cannot scolded by a, a very famous uh, stand-up comedian in Singapore for what's happening for what's happening <laughs> what's happening. Uh, him's uh, not calling, uh, right? Yeah, and not calling. Then I was like, huh? But I thought WhatsApp is polite, but from yeah. being from the older generation, yeah, WhatsApp is impolite. La. So, so to clarify, so, what we're saying is that uh, older generation prefer that you call first before you actually send any text or what, la, right? Yeah, yeah, correct. Whereas younger generation, you text first. If you if really bopier need to call, then call, right? I think that's, that's our generation. That's our, the younger our generation, gen- they're like, Fuck it, calling doesn't no make calling, sense. No My calling. phone doesn't need a microphone. Yeah, fuck yeah, it. They're no. probably like, <laughs> text already cannot cancel. Cancel, cancel yeah, cancel. <laughs> so, so, okay, I, I guess now, like, yeah, it, it's, I, I'm starting to have a 
have a, and understand why okay this one is important for us to talk about because yeah. okay I don't know about you but we're not going to go into the details on the, of the conversation la. but mm. generally it was literally like left versus right would you say that to me that came yeah. across la. like yes. the arguments you hear the left use uh, yeah. against the right uh, yeah. it's, it was happening over and over again in the conversation and why yeah. I find it so disappointing is that by the end of it right it felt like okay they had a conversation and all that but what happened after that it and even the tone in the middle, like I have to say that I might disagree a lot with Yashua on a lot of the things she said, but yeah. I disagree more with the stuff that Norel said. <laughs> <laughs> the content, uh, the content, the content, the content, right? and the way she yeah. was approaching the thing, lah. Mm. Well, what yeah, about I, you? Please tell me you have yeah. a different thoughts, so at least we can have some debate, so we can make who's the Reddit commenter. See, I'm pandering no. to our fans, really. We cannot no, no, be but in agreement. I I don't have to I don't have to disagree with you to to necessarily have a conversation la, right but I mean yeah. but what came to my mind by the end, when I read through the conversation I really tried to keep open mind as I read it and I, what came to my mind at the end was that actually the person who conceded a little bit you know to because the the relationship was important to that person uh, actually was Sasha yeah I feel like Sasha actually <laughs> I felt she compromised on her position apologized for maybe being insensitive at the start or the you know or in the middle of the conversation. Yeah, she acknowledged that and she even said that it's part of her brand to do this kind of thing and, and no one's gonna read her stuff if she just is balanced or whatever, right? Mm. So so in a way she's saying, Yeah, you know, this is you know you know the game. This is how it is and yeah. this is how I approach it. I'm sorry if it was insensitive or what at that person at the start. But these are really this is really what I believe and okay lah. Fine, this is what she believes. But you know, but my relationship with you, I hope that we can, you know, we can at least maintain some a good relationship because we've worked together and I value that relationship more. Yeah. So yeah, let's 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 keep it that way, lah, right? <laughs> we can disagree. So that's the general tone I felt she got towards lah. Of course there's yeah. a lot of like a lot of buzzwords and all that or or even insults that she's used before that we really don't agree with. But uh in some ways that I, I felt okay, this is uh yeah, she is someone who is trying to patch up a relationship with someone who who who's angry with her lah, right? Yeah. So I felt, wow, it's such a wasted opportunity, you know, that 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 after that it became even uglier because they started, oh, you know, posting each other screenshots and and, yeah. and getting and, back on Twitter again. And and I think the the what you brought up is the reason why I'm I'm getting more and more uh, aware of why this is especially relevant in this time because mm. yeah like if you look at the co- this, uh, whole conversation there were times when Narelle was even kind of condescending and kind of uh, Im- like imposing some sort of moral authority on Siashue it almost mm. felt like she saw herself as the person who needs to correct Siashue yeah. because as much as I disagree with a lot of things Siashue says once in a while she'll bring up a point that makes me go like hmm and I think it is super healthy and why this is especially relevant because this feels like what is happening in politics? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right? I, I would even say Siashua is a bit more apologetic than PAP, which is a problem in itself. But here are two people who you can... I, I would say, okay, they are good communicators. Okay, to become an influencer, you need to be able to communicate. La. But if you can only communicate with your echo chamber and you don't know how to have a conversation where you respectfully see each other and kind of really empathize with them, then what the fuck is the point, yeah? Yeah, yeah. And it, even if you end up just disagreeing... I think, you know, the right thing to do is to, okay, we acknowledge we disagree on certain things. Lah. But, yeah. uh, but you know, if there is a channel to continue talking, 
maybe bring this conversation into a face to face thing and better understand, even better understand each other's perspectives. Yeah. Then it's I feel like okay, there's a victory here, like, There's a victory for for compassionate, real empathy and, and a real conversation. Like yeah, I mean, while we talk about Yalabat, like, right? You know, when we talk about Yalabat, it's about you and I can disagree on something very vehemently. Uh, but at the end of the day, we still okay. I respect where you're coming from because I think you do care about this topic, and you also know that I care about topic. And so we don't we don't like just shut each other off and then like go back on Facebook and then like well fuck Irish and everything. <laughs> yeah, that's, like, that's the like <laughs> the worst <laughs> outcome. No, suddenly I've been posting like crazy. It's just you know you can select who doesn't see your post, right? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I've been shitting on you for the past <laughs> seven years, and you just don't know because I always exclude you yeah. from it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what we we <laughs> hope to see less of la. So no. I felt like there was this there was this really great opportunity for two influencers to come together and show that you know in solidarity we you know we can be stronger with conversation we can be, but in the end it just fell apart and we came like back to square one. No, so so I guess okay the caveat there is that we know each other for fucking long and we have worked mm. together on so many things that I think there's almost no barrier to talk about anything lah, right? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I I respect that Norel and Siashra might not know each other, but it just worries me that um on one hand. Narelle felt it was uh, okay to just post snippets and mm. almost she seemed like kind of like uh, okay when Siashre posted a whole conversation, whole conversation the feeling I get is that Narelle thought okay it'll be there for everyone to see why I'm right lah. and in yeah. my mind is like if you can't if you, if you can't even accept the fact that some of the things you said didn't help the conversation and she thinks she's completely right um, and Siashre like okay the one thing I will always respect Siashre for is that what she writes I mean, it feels like okay, it's coming straight from her la. There's no, there's no political mm-hmm. vibe to it where there's a layer to kind of it, uh, to kind of like maybe massage it like it, it feels quite mm. raw and sincere. I don't agree with a lot of things she says, but I'm just worried that fuck. If is this the way it's going to be in future? Because we did say that one thing we could talk about is is about what to expect after the elections la, Right? And yeah, yeah, I think everyone generally was very optimistic when the election started about the debate that happened between Jameis and Vivian B where it mm. felt like they disagreed but by the end, they could still shake hands. Yep. You know? Yep. And by the end, fucking all went to shit. La. Everybody yeah. just fucking hated each <laughs> other. Um, so it just feels like, oh fuck, is this going to be what the future is like that we're going to yeah. have more and more polar, opposite, more divisive schools of thought that are never going to meet in the middle. Yeah, yeah. So it was... Uh yeah, like it was. Tra- I, I, yeah, that's why I just felt okay. We just quickly talk about this because it is a, I feel a way uh, a learning opportunity that was quite, not quite wasted lah. So, I mean, uh, so so it, is there anything we should do or not? Should we bring them together? No lah, no la. I, mean, I mean, okay, we are having <laughs> we are have, having a discussion about it lah, right? I I would love to be able to talk to both. I think we talked about both Narelle and Siashe on our podcast before, like, right? Yeah. For various and topics. And yeah. Narelle's one, in fact, I rem- if I remember correctly, we were sort of defending her because she was saying about the, she was talking about the Notre Dame fire yeah. and then people are calling out, why don't you use your influence to do something for Yemen and all that? So no, we were was, sort of... Uh, yeah. yeah we she was talking about Sudan, I think. South oh, Sudan. Sudan yeah, sorry, sorry, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The blue for Sudan. But I thought it was something to do with Notre Dame as well. No? I think maybe it was around the similar time that, that people cared about Notre Dame but didn't care about uh, Sudan, yeah, Sudan or something yeah, yeah, like correct, that. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I I I say that yeah, I think she's someone who cares a lot about uh, you know social ills and all that. And uh, yeah, it would, would be fantastic to actually have a conversation with her and, and try to 
understand where it's coming from. La. But I wish yeah. yeah, the two of them would have also done that in their own capacities as individuals. La. We I, I didn't need, of course it gives us something to talk about here, but I didn't necessarily need to know everything that went on between the two of them. La. Like I would yeah, love to I- see that two of them like patch up and all that, right? Yeah, I mean, it felt like a Black Mirror episode yeah, on the outs- outside. It looks like, oh, they patched up and, you know, they went from disagreeing with each other, they reached out, they patched up and, fuck yeah, man, we're going to conquer the world together. But now it's like, they hate each other. Yeah, <laughs> Probably more so than the start of yesterday. Yeah, and more people, more people are commenting and saying, you go, girl, you go, girl, you go, girl. Yeah, both, sides, it, both sides. Both sides. I think yeah. Norel also has increased the Twitter followers by like 1K and all. And it just feels like right now, when you all are polar opposites, you will, you will fucking like just gather more and more steam, which fucking, I don't know, maybe there should be something on Twitter where once you agree, uh, you add up your followers and then you divide by two. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you know, know, it's like it's like you play <laughs> Risk or, or those yeah. kind of board games where you after you <laughs> defeat the enemy, then you take the troops or so. Yeah, correct. And you can kind of like maybe say sure, like okay, you know what? I agree with Neral King. Thank you. Here's fifty follow fifty k followers. <laughs> so because to me that in that in some way like okay, as much as I would like, like as I give the benefit of the doubt to people to speak out against things to to know that okay they are fighting for something, but there's definitely some people out there who just sh- say shit. For, for shock value to get followers, la, right? Yeah, so to yeah. weed out those kind of people, right? maybe there needs to be a different incentive system on Twitter. La. Like if you mm. call someone out big and that's, that big person kind of actually realizes, oh, maybe like, you win some followers. Yeah, like yeah. you fucking just take followers. So I don't know how it will actually impact the actual followers, but this is just a thought experiment. The other no, suggestion I, I, is... I have, I have one suggestion also, if I may. Yeah, go, is go, go, that go you know You know how like when uh, sometimes the stock market, right? When a, when a company that is publicly listed has some like very shocking news to tell like you know like oh with this quarter our earnings are bad then they will halt trading they won't allow anybody to buy the stock for like I don't know a period a couple of days uh. la, before and after <laughs> that one so maybe this one is like your your followers will freeze the number of followers will freeze when you are detected to be in beef with someone else yeah, and you cannot correct, get correct. new followers for like the next five days both of you then see whether you still want to argue <laughs> la, right because yeah, it's no longer about getting followers really it's just whether exactly. you actually want to argue yeah yeah, yeah, correct. Maybe all your follow accounts all hidden, uh. all oh, hidden, yeah. all frozen, and then you carry on the debate regardless of the shit. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Maybe yeah, even see, if yeah. like you tag someone, Twitter will automatically just put you. You know, like in Zoom, you can yeah. put someone in a private room, right? Yeah. Immediately, these two influencers, nah, just go there. Okay, yeah, you all yeah, go yeah. sort out your shit, then you come back to then the big, the, yeah, the big part. you already, uh, <laughs> you shake hand already, then you all come out again and join the group. <laughs> If after one day come out, you ask Narel, do you like? Are you friends with Sasha? No, Sasha, are you friends with Narel? No, get back in your room. <laughs> <laughs> this is good. Then nobody can see your tweets. Or the tweet yeah, that's like nobody, nobody will see your tweets. <laughs> nobody and all that. After that, yeah. uh, come out. You know, you you will have to share the whole conversation yeah, <laughs> that people yeah. can decide for themselves. Dude, fucking, that would be awesome. It's like cooling awesome. off day, cooling off cool. day for Twitter beef. Cool. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I was going to suggest something that was more physical as my second suggestion. Oh. Like white-collar MMA. Anytime oh, yeah, people like, yeah, got yeah, beef, anytime. right? Yeah. You just choose how you all want to physically fight it out. Maybe it doesn't need to be fight. Maybe it can be like, I don't know, uh, like paintball or something like that. Uh, uh, or even chess because some people might not be... Some people are more physically inclined than others. Yeah, yeah. So it just feels like, wow, cannot just be like this, eh? Yeah. Like, wow, allow eh? But wah, I mean, you, I think you raised a very good point uh, is that there is... Uh, there is a, a bit of a moral hazard to wanting to have beef on Twitter, right? In that in that uh you will gain likes, you will gain followers, you will gain you will gain something la, when you when you just stand your ground and don't and refuse to refuse to budge to see someone else's opinion. 
So so yeah. that that is inherently I think you've identified a problem in Twitter lah, a problem on social media in general. That uh, very like your actions actually give you this incentive. There's this incentive for you to not want to understand the other side, lah, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so maybe, so it is a it's a moral hazard that, that needs to be fixed somehow. Lah. And if you think about it before social media, when you disagree with someone in your friend circle or work circle, yeah, yeah like you're unfortunately gonna have to find allies lah, which yep, yep. which which sucks. But yeah. now with social media, I think anyone can be sure that if they share a fucking ridiculous opinion, yeah. regardless of whatever it is, even something as extreme as fucking pedophile, right? You yeah. pedophilia, you'll find someone around the world who would resonate with you lah. And that yeah. is fucking scary. It's fucking dangerous. And it just feels it's building up all these little silos of echo chambers yeah. and all that. Yeah. yeah, so uh, I, to be very clear, we're not saying that Xiaxue or uh, Narelle are necessarily doing this to gain followers. But the very fact that people start following you and you see, hey, you know, there are people, you know, tweeting out the support to you, all that. you also don't know where this support is coming from and, and who is this person who's supporting you. It could be a bot or something, a Russian bot to, to cause more <laughs> divide. So... <laughs> It just makes you. It just makes you feel like, hey, you know, I oh yeah, I'm speaking up for people. I'm not the only one. But it, actually, at the end of the day, you could be a very small minority who's who's being supported to Dude, say actually, this thing. Actually, that right? is a fucking big conspiracy theory, man. Because I did meet one of my uh, friends from university who, as of two years ago, he was working in the legislative department in the US, and he mm. said, okay, so of course, take what he said with a pinch of salt. But he said sure. there was enough evidence to to that uh, highlighted that uh, some of the organizers of, of rallies and protests in the US weren't even from the US. They yeah, just yeah, picked yeah. on topics that were polarizing enough to divide yeah. the country ahead of the election. So maybe yeah, yeah, if correct. you think about election this week, right, maybe maybe <laughs> like fucking just some someone just see that maybe there's a there's a higher higher power behind this. Uh. Maybe it's fucking like Najib from Malaysia, you know, he got nothing to do now, yeah. right? He's caught free, right? <laughs> He's just like, let me let me fuck Singapore up. You know, yeah. just like put some tweets here, create some accounts here and support here, yeah. support there. Holy but, shit, d- man. Just to be clear, we're not saying that Xiaxue or Narelle are Russian spies or Russian agents. Yeah, yeah, we're not. <laughs> we are not. We're saying we that not. the people the people that come out in support of them, you don't know who we don't know who these accounts are. A lot of them are faceless accounts and so it's very hard to say that, oh yeah. I mean, but yeah, it's very easy to think that you have a support of a lot of people, but you don't even know if those are people. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and but I guess yeah I mean just I'm mean, I'm just looking at the Reddit comments and I think the I know this is going to be going back to cancel cancel culture, but do you have anything else to say about this whole Yashua and Narelle thing? No, no, I think I think we've said our piece. Have we said yeah. Have we said our piece? Have we said everything that comes to mind? Uh, yeah. So going back to the cancel culture, there were a few comments that pointed out that okay, understandably we are liable to being cancelled, which is why we are meek about talking about cancel culture or maybe why there are pros and cons. Um, I wouldn't say it's meek or that we are scared. Is that I genuinely do not support cancel culture. And honestly, mm. people are going to cancel us for fuck. Like, <laughs> like, I mean, hook liquidated. We can't talk much about that. Uh, our YouTube and Facebook channel, it's kind of, uh, we haven't been producing much. This podcast right now, we, we it, 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 I mean, even if, like to me, canceled and it, it's, it's a, such a wide thing that to be afraid, what does being afraid of being canceled mean? Uh, I mean, just that like we're not, plat- we're not pl- platforms won't allow you to produce more content on their platforms. Uh? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I can't, I can't say I am. I don't think even subconsciously I am. Uh, I think genuinely, I, I just you think can't say you are what. No, I, I like if you ask me, am I scared of, of oh, being cancelled? Okay, okay. I'm not. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I mean, yeah so, la, I mean, it's it's. 
but I mean, does I the my question is whether did, do you feel that strongly about cancel culture that you must speak up very strongly for it and it, or, or no, against I guess, it or what? I la? guess what what right. maybe made me think uh, that I hope this person who commented doesn't kind of already assume that just because we are influencers, we are scared of saying why we support cancel culture, which is really not mm. the case. Because mm. if that is the case, and to the commenters, I this is just an assumption of mine. I'm not saying it's definite. Yeah. But if you are assuming that, then in some way you are imposing your beliefs on us which mm. is something that I've spoken uh, against in a previous podcast, that if you already see us as influencers uh, who are afraid of being cancelled, then it kind of reduces the weight of anything we say. La. I personally mm. do not believe in cancel culture, um, and I totally do not agree with the extent to which it's being Im- uh, imposed and called for now. La. Mm-hmm. Is there a better system? I don't think there currently is. Uh, and mm. this is where it gets so tricky, right? The behavior of fucking millions of people around the world is so hard to regulate in a media as new as social media. Yeah, yeah. Right. I just feel that that can't be, can't be the case. Yeah, and the, and the truth is we don't have solutions either. All the stuff that we suggest, uh, I mean, these big tech companies with tons of money and hiring think tanks and everything, they're still trying to figure their way out around this this whole thing, you know, cancel Dude, culture, one mob thing, mentality. One thing we know, it consists of five letters, five big capital letters, and it rhymes with MOFMA. Oh uh, yeah I mean that's a it's a very it's a very blunt instrument to 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 use la. And and I think it's it's I mean Twitter all experimenting with, but uh, the truth is, yeah the, Someone did say like, is it maybe the only thing the the main option we have now? Uh no, I think I, I and I think I mentioned before it's not it's not necessarily yeah, it's not necessarily the only option like 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 I was saying sometimes for like the Raisha Khan incident, I mean, you know, rather than be really like getting furious about it on social media, like actually find an avenue to, to donate money for a legal defense because that is literally the fight that she needs to take up next, right? A legal a legal fight, lah. Yeah. So it's it's there. There are ways to find uh, to do something other than just, uh, you know, being doing something on social media per se. Yeah. Per se la. And and I guess I can see the point of the people who commented saying that uh that Tarzan analogy that I use where we swing from extreme to extreme uh when it comes to social issues and all that with the hope that every swing gets less and less to the point we converge on a single point la. I guess yeah. yeah I mean the first thing is if they've always seen our show as a show where we take differing sides and try to talk, that's fucking great because that's what mm. we set out the show to be. La. And mm. I guess, yeah, uh, maybe it's also for, for us to always try to find a way to take the de- to take the, the different side and sometimes put our own subjectivity aside. La. Mm, correct, correct. Yeah. So, so yeah, yeah, I mean, we, we do try and keep the conversation as, as uh, raw and as authentic as possible. And I hope you don't see this as like me saying to the commenters like, oh, fuck you, don't call us me. No, 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 I really appreciate it because it makes me think as well. And it also makes us makes me think, okay, are we, are we really doing the best we can on this podcast in terms of taking differing sides and really pushing each other to the ages? Yeah, yeah. Diversity of thought lah. challenges your own beliefs or so. Yeah, or as uh, famous Jameis says, a monopoly of thought. Eh, 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 I don't, don't quote. Oh yeah, shit, Don't fuck. be quoting. <laughs> uh, Today's no, still I meant, polling uh, day. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, monopoly of of the, the game. Yes, yeah. the game. <laughs> Correct. And I meant the Amos, famous Amos Cookies. Famous <laughs> Amos Cookies. Famous uh, Amos. Yeah, so I think, yeah, we actually we, we pretty much, this uh, like we mentioned, this would be just be a short one, you know, because we're still observing polling day and cooling off day rules. So uh, mm. we'll be back 
probably later day tomorrow, later in the day tomorrow, with uh, just a roundup of the election results and all, right? Mm-mm. Correct. Yeah. So, so yeah. So tomorrow, when there's no more polling day or uh, election voting day or cooling off day restrictions, yeah, we will hopefully uh, we definitely will have a lot to talk about, lah. Either yeah, way, again, we'll be talking about the P, the E, the N I S. Okay, sorry, I just had to P- insert that. E N what? All the words that you cannot say for for the last forty eight hours, lah. Oh. The P, <laughs> the E, and then yesterday we talked about you cannot use the N word. Yeah. <laughs> the I and just, the S, I'm not very sure what it is. Did you just make a penis joke? Yeah, like I did. You spent <laughs> so many fucking weeks building up some sort of street cred as people who have what I would like to think intellectual conversations and you want to yeah. end the podcast with a fucking penis joke. Yeah, I mean, Fuck, yeah, it's, just, man. It's, just, it's just a body part. Uh, doesn't matter. <laughs> it's just a body part. Yeah, but, but I mean, yeah, please keep the comments going. Uh, we will respond on Reddit uh, as far as possible. But yeah, today we just wanted to talk about it. It's a relatively short episode. So hope and you guys enjoy it. And we will see you tomorrow. For yeah, and remember to G to V W. Can I? I can't say yeah. the. I can't say the. Yeah. Remember to Oat Beisley. Yes. Yeah. Correct. Yes. Correct. Okay. Yes. Adios. Bye bye.